Oh my god. Lads. Oh my god. Alright boys, we're I'm here. nervous. Ole, 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 ole. We're here again. again. We're back. Do you know what I feel? <laughs> we're like? back. Talk to me. Feels like just coming back from like an ACL. That's not what I expected at all. But we've been 15 months after seeing. Now we're back. 15 months. Guys, oh my god, this is going to feel so good saying this, by the way. Welcome back to the Joan Football Podcast. Yep. You! Guys, so sorry that it's been so long, but we've just had so much changing in our lives. That's something that we can definitely talk about today, yeah, boys. Changes. But I'm going to go for my normal intro. To my left, I've got Shane Murray. Nah, I'm only joking. Shane Murray from Ireland. And to <laughs> my right, I've got Julian Aguirre from Colombia. We're all in Sydney. My name's Lee Jones. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. But this is our third season, Shane. Yeah. Third season. So we've already done two seasons. So if you're new to our podcast, I highly recommend going to check them out. We've had some incredible, incredible guests so far on the Jonah Football Podcast. Gail Clichy, Michael Bridges, Neil Erdley, to name a few. Yeah, it's been good. Loads. Gavin Ray. Um, We're just getting started. Oh, It's a big year this year, lads, isn't it? It is, yeah. Massive. Jules, how are you, brother? Yeah, really good, really good to be back. Really good to have Shano back, which not many people know about, but you know, big yeah. comeback, big return. Yeah. Um, I was nervous, boys. I was nervous before the podcast. You I know. It took us 48 hours to get the set up. <laughs> it's standard, though. I just want to get this early out of the way, just in case a lot of people don't listen right to the end, but our podcasts are now also going to go on YouTube. So we've got young Azza, a.k.a. the Light Pirate. He's in the room, which is going to be a big help to us, actually. So if we have any technical difficulties, Azza's here to, to stay on top of that. But our podcasts are going to go on YouTube, guys. So if you want to see our ugly faces, you can actually go on YouTube and watch it. Which Sorry. is, which is uh, and we're still going, to, still going to be on Spotify, Shane. Yeah. SoundCloud. On all the normal podcasts. Yeah, so you're still at, whatever you want to stream. I like to watch a lot of podcasts on YouTube, though, Shane. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I'm a bit of both. I do a lot of driving, so usually, usually in my ears. Yeah. Do you listen to podcasts? Yeah, yes. yeah. Usually on just the Apple podcast. What, what's your go-to? What's your go-to? Um, oh, you won't know, boys, because like, I'm a bit of a Come different on. bloke. No, I, I, well, I just came back from Byron, so I was listening to Case Files. Cause they, oh, you guys know, obviously yeah. Case Files. Fantastic. So listen to that a fair bit, especially on long drives. That's always, that's always. Like for one. a long drive, yeah, for sure, Case Files. Case Files, right up there. Yeah, and yeah, no, I wouldn't be, uh, I like them, but. It's not my go-to at the moment. Charles being ripped. I don't like. Know? I don't listen to it that much. Mainly on long drives, like it's seven hours to Byron. So we'll, oh, Charles being ripped. No, I was listening to. Actually, I was listening to one of uh, an Aussie guy, Ivan Milat, big killer in the oh. in the eighties. I've, 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 I've listened to that one as yeah. well. You Bang, I think you Belanglois? Belanglois? Different, different class. Yeah. yeah, that was really good. Yeah, it was really good. Oh, he was a lunatic, by the way. I know. Oi, those podcasts are class. Not better than the Jonah Football podcast, but <laughs> right up there, guys. I want to just explain, first and foremost, why we've been away for so long. Um, and I think it'd be a good time for us to chat about what we've been up to as well. So it's been 15 months. Is that right, Shane? Yeah. Almost 15 months since we've done a podcast. We're so sorry, guys. But I feel like, I don't know if you want to back me up with this, guys, but I, we, we had a stage where we sort of, you were always still involved in Jonah football, but we just had a lot of stuff going on in our personal lives. Mm. Shane was moving to Canberra and trying to set up Jonah Football in Canberra. So that meant that we didn't see you as much. Jules was moving in with his missus. Saying that on the podcast. Now, yeah, Jules was moving. Yeah, but we all, yeah. Lived, we all lived together though. Yeah, that well. was the biggest change. You know, myself and Shane and obviously his brother were living together. And then you had the office at the house. So we were together but, five, six times a week. Yeah, but I think the, the biggest reason is, boys, that is nothing has been normal the last year with COVID. So that, you know, we... 
we didn't really have we were down we were in lockdown for a while yeah that's true so you know we didn't really have pretty much the option to come and record and stuff anyway and obviously as you said yeah we kind of went we had our own stuff we need to figure out in our own lives 100 percent. i also feel like we because we was we we had we had discussions of maybe trying to do it over zoom but i I just think it's so much better doing it in person now that we've got an okay setup not a professional setup that we would like, <laughs> but I think we're going to get through with Azza. We're working on it. Yeah, yeah. We have some big, big aspirations for the podcast this year, guys. Massive, massive aspirations. So I'm just going to give you a quick rundown on that. We are going to, we promise this as well. This is Ooh. a promise. Remember we this. are going to post two podcasts a month. So we're, we're being more realistic there, aren't we, Jules? Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's not like, like me that. saying we're going to do one every week. Realistically, we're way too busy in the business now to do that. So the idea is we're going to throw out 24 episodes a year, even though we're starting in February on this one. Yep. One of them will be just us, and the other one is going to be with a guest. However, if we get two guests in a row, our aim is to always get a guest. But if we don't get a guest, we're going to be consistent for you guys because we've had nothing but positive feedback from our podcasts and we will we just want to deliver consistency for you guys so two a month that is a promise shane murray head of podcast has made that promise definitely but as he said i can promise it's going to be one guest a month and one oh. random a month could be just us could be another guest and yeah but we're definitely going to stick to it so the, the guests as you said off air shane and they're not always going to be um football people huh no not necessarily yeah i think so we're going to mix it up, up, up. yeah yeah, yeah. But again, like I like to do the podcast for obviously listeners and then trying to like engage with them people. So we're always open if anyone has any suggestions, whatever, yeah. jump on on any of the, the platforms that we we show the podcast and drop some names that you want to get on that we can approach to get on. We'll always obviously give it a go. Doesn't matter. I Trump, Donald Trump, yeah, whoever, get them on. That's what I'm saying. I, in the 15 months, one big positive is we've had s- so many new followers. AKA people like Rio Ferdinand follows us now. Like we have quite a few big name profiles that follow us. So mm. might even reach out to them. But big guys, I don't know if I, I didn't tell Jules this, but I told Shane this. We actually reached over a million followers yesterday, accumulated all, wow. all, across all platforms. We hit that one million. Oh, fantastic. Huh? Well, that's that, good. That. No, no. That, and that's like not, to think about that, that is that is a massive achievement. That's actually ridiculous. When I calculate, the first of every month, I calculate the numbers in Jonah Football, you know, Instagram, the second Instagram page, YouTube, podcast page, um, TikTok, which is absolutely crazy. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, we hit over a million people that follow us. But I'll say, and I'll speak for Jill as well, that's massive hats off to you, Lisa. Because Cheers, bro. Again, Lisa. obviously, as has only came on board recently, who's the top guy at the edit and, then, and helps out with that, but... That was that was pretty much Uli from yeah, editing and grinding in your office and stuff. To get to a million, mate, is, that's fantastic. I think my next my next step is to get to a million on like one platform, like one million on YouTube or a million yeah, on TikTok. Crazy. What do you reckon yeah. is gonna go first? TikTok for me. TikTok's on like. I don't even have TikTok. I know it's just crazy. It, if I got you on TikTok doing some Irish dances, <laughs> I'd hit a million in a TikTok's week. TikTok's the future though. Like all it's the, crazy, all the bro. That sounds like we're old, but NFTs, bro, is the future. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when's the joint NFT coming? Oi, cool. I don't know. Let's yeah, chat about it on the party, lads. Do Does anyone understand what that is? I have Fun. no Scooby <laughs> Doo. I do. Ah, uh, twenty. Jules is like, the guy. I wouldn't be able to explain it properly, but I've got a bit of an idea. 
Do you want me to explain? No, no, I'm not going to explain it. No, nah, don't explain. Everyone no. probably knows what NFT everyone, is. Yeah. But no, I've got plans. Not everyone. It's very new, bro. In my in the back of my head, I've got plans that I want to start stuff like that, uh, Jules. Yeah, sure. I think you can't ignore, you, know, you can't ignore the metaverse, Web 3.0, yeah. NFT is like, I know it's it's weird to like think how that can play a role in sport, like football, football coaching, mm. but surely there's something we can get ahead Did with. Did you see know? what John Terry posted on his Instagram mm. the other day? Did you follow up? Yeah, follow? yeah, I've seen it. Mate, my head, my head blown away. He said that he's announced that he's become a head coach of football a, team in a the, football team in the metaverse. Really? Did you not see it, bro? No, I'll get it up that. on my phone right now. No, but that's what I mean, like you know but but it's gonna play a role in everything but surely the world can't go where it's this headset and we're living in no it's, a it might not world. be as crazy it will, as that it will look like, it's gonna it's gonna no nah, mate i'm telling you it's gonna play a huge role I've like, got i know it, it sounds bad no, but i know that i've got it here i've got it i'm delighted and excited to announce that i have signed a deal to become the co-founder and head coach of akfc in the nft space I'm oh, really, honest question. What now. the like, hell? Fingers cr- oh, it probably won't happen if it happens in our generation anyway, but do you ever see like football, like the Premier League and everything, no longer playing live, they're just playing in the metaverse? Surely not, please. Like no, would they ever not just football but sports. This is what scares it wouldn't me, happen in our generation that's, anyway. That's the word I want to use as well. I'm scared, Shane. Yeah, no. What's like, going on? Because what you have to think about, right, is uh, say, I feel like this is all like driven with one money. Like because people can make money on this stuff and it's all about i just feel like there's so much it's just so much um based around making money and having money to be getting in this and it's, it's the rich people there a lot of like, the rich people are in there do you know the, the average joe that's on the street yeah. can't get in there to that stuff what? so it's the, it's the rich making more oh, money you, you can get into it it's very accessible for a lot of people at the moment you reckon yeah but so, what, so what's oh, the question yeah i'm just yeah, yeah, just an average dude. Yeah. How do I get into it? Like, as in NFTs and metaverse. So yeah. So how would I go about? To be honest, like you, you need a little bit of money, but not not huge amounts of money. Depends on depending on what project you get into. But the biggest thing is like, you you have to know a little bit in terms of what you're buying because you know you need to know how to navigate the website so you can actually enter it. Like you can't just go online and yeah, yeah. sign into something. Like you actually have to use like crypto stuff like ethereum and bitcoin to be able to yeah, buy different it and type, enter different it. ways of money yeah um like for example to enter the metaverse you have to create like a i don't know you have to create an account where you actually create a person and you actually enter the metaverse and you can only do it through certain sites that it's, that that, that for it's me, crazy but it's interesting scary, but what I, yeah so what i was saying right is like because what you have to realize is it's it's weird for us because obviously we've grown up with other things but imagine maybe not even like your kids, say the generation after Mia, right? When they grow up, their whole life is going to be, since they're born, they're gonna, all they're going to know is, you know, the metaverse, the NFTs and stuff. So what if they don't, if that generation that is not interested in playing football anymore outdoors or in watching football outdoors, they just want to do it in the metaverse. It's a good question. Imagine professional sport, like going into that world would be sad. But, but like, so who's playing then? Like if it goes in that world, who, who's playing? Well, I, I don't know the I'll just show you something that JT shared with that post, right? It says here, uh, AKFC roadmap, right? So they're going to do a launch, the concept, and then they're going to be offering merch. So there's merch in this metaverse. Um, it says here, AKFC stadium earth breaking on AKC land. AKFC holders to claim AKFC 3D prepare for metaverse 
Like, boys, it's crazy. I'm telling you, like, what is going? Like, on? I, I, I love all that at the moment. Like, that's apart from football, from coaching. Like, that's the other stuff that I like to read about. I don't know that much about NFTs and Web three and all that. I'm learning a bit, but it's scary. Like, it's exciting, but it's very scary. Oh, but we need to start a journal football one. Sorry. It, all right, I'm gonna ask you a serious I don't, question. I, I, I don't think you can start. I'm gonna ask Jules the question. You can start but, anything. Yeah, but you need like it comes back to money though, because you need to get in there. But, that, but what I'm saying is, it's not it's not as much money as you think. Like you think that it's huge amounts of money, yeah, but, but it's not. You said Ethereum. That's what. Like what's that? What's one yeah? But what I'm saying. So like all right, so I can buy an NFT with. It's not that you need one, two, three Ethereum. You might need like point two of an ethereum which might be three four five hundred bucks just give or take so like one ethereum is three thousand nine hundred bucks at the moment as an example you might only need one third of that right so it's that's how it works like it's crazy i'm gonna so, ask uh, uh, Jules a question i'm right? gonna call out if anybody is listening to this that's sydney based that knows anything about this you're invited onto the podcast okay, for sure to come oh and chat God. and to tell everybody about it and right. how we can get in on no, 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 I, I want yes right just now. before you say something jules I'm being serious now. I actually want... We can't afford to stay behind the no, times. Can't. I actually want to start a Jonah Football Metaverse or a Jonah Football NFT. So I won't, I won't name who because I don't, don't want to say, but there's a, a Sydney-based Sydney based gym that has launched their own NFTs based on female athletes. So They're why can't... NFTs. No, you can. That's what so I'm saying. So why can't we do it then? Guys, an NFT is literally... To keep it super simple, I might get hammered for this, but is it a picture? It's like a picture. It's a JPEG, but there's more to it than that. But it's basically a JPEG, so you can just create it. And if people, so you could create a JPEG of this that's behind you. That's the Jonah Football NFT. And if people see value in it, they'll buy it. They'll pay for it, and then they'll sell it to someone else, and the value will constantly increase. Right. So when are we starting money, it? Money, money. Yeah. No. Of course, it's Shane. Everything in the world is about money. I know. So when are we starting it, Jules? Oh, yeah, we'll have a chat. No, but li- listen. We're gonna get someone on this podcast. Wait, and big shout out! I want to go. Let's get for sure. This we're gonna get we're gonna get the advice that we need, and we're gonna get in there. All right, what, we might what, be a little bit behind. Yeah, the but ball. Shane, where? Okay, so great from you, but where can they reach out? They can reach out on anything Instagram. Social. No, Facebook, not Instagram. I'm gonna say if you want to get in, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, if you know about the NFT space and the metaverse space and your expertise, and you want to come on our podcast and give us a bit of information and give our listeners a bit of information, head to our website. And just email me, Jules or Shane. Our email addresses are on there. Drop us an email. I'll get on some, the podcast. I'll add something, especially if you feel like you can talk about how NFTs, metaverse, all that is going to play a role in sport in the future. I want to know. Definitely. Like, how is football? How is like that going to affect football? How is it going to affect professional players? How is it going to affect any sport? It's happening. We're going to get someone on. Yes. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll go out. Let's go. No, we're going to start. <laughs> uh, this leads on lovely to what I want to talk about, Shane. Can I just say it just before you go on today? Throughout all this and the more I see and the more I read and watch and look at, I am just blessed to have grown up and I grew up. Boys, our generation for because me. 100%. We grew up you, all the best uh, you, you talked about um, the generation that was coming. Yeah. That life is not going to be what we thought it was in yeah. 50 years. And I know that's, that's normal. Yeah. But I don't think it's people will have it as good as we had even though it was t- it was obviously tough for different reasons but the freedom we had back then mm-hmm. as a kid was something that well, we grew up we grew up through like essentially three, three generations like the generation yeah. Yeah. before the internet where you still enjoyed the outdoors you had your life growing up then you had the internet generation and now we're going into like the whole web two web three generations the so crazy generation. we're like still yeah we're going through like three generations our one like the 90s people this new generation like 
sorry to say Lisa, but your your daughter and even the generation after her it's going to be all about technology and even this stuff i know i i, I just want to say actually shane i was speaking to one of our players that we were doing a session at the house which we'll get on to in a minute guys um i was saying that it's not their fault like you can't blame like for example right mia at the minute so my little daughter is she's coming up to three and she's just obsessed with the ipad mm. and i'm i said this with carolina it's not it's out of our control it's mm. not our fault she sees other people using the ipads it's part of the generation now mm. it's got all the youtube stuff on there that she likes like we just didn't have that when we were growing up i had a football and a field out the back of my house and that was it and i was super super happy and it does make me sad to think that mia they do have that but there's just so much more distractions for them now yeah. like i was saying to one of our players shane you don't realize how much you've got to train to become a professional footballer you know how many times have you not wanted to train and you just want to chill and do youtube and go on twitch or go on your playstation there's just way too many distractions now for kids i feel yeah and it's not their fault yeah and that's what i was saying i've there. come to realization i sometimes used to get really frustrated with it I'd be like, why aren't you out training why aren't you getting you know like doing what i did when i was a kid but there's just way too much other stuff that they love doing now yeah no, it's, um it's anyway yeah i like that shane i feel very blessed that i grew up in the in the 90s and the early 2000s yeah. proper tunes back oh, then as well just about the same <laughs> proper bangers proper, i feel like music's gone downhill for yeah, sure 100 percent. proper tunes back then proper music and i think movies as well like when was the last good movie to come out i was saying this to carolina no honestly oh, when was the last oh, time you went to the movies as well though exactly oh, yeah, because movies are so under, underrated though the movies what backseat as well <laughs> <laughs> underrated highly I reckon, oh, no, for no, many no, a reason it's not for a podcast but, <laughs> but um there is uh, the new jackass coming out though oh big yeah i can't wait for that apparently spider-man was really good though have you guys watched oh, yeah, it? Yeah, i haven't watched yeah, the movie i'm, watched just, it either, I'm too busy I've got, a, I've got gold class tickets as a, uh, as a producer given the spider-man yeah as did you edit it hmm? you edited it didn't edited. you yeah, yeah one day as a one day as a what cinema you got there which one give it a shout out Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Hoyt's in Broadway. I think Hoyt is a better theatre than you. Oh, big shout out! I don't know if you're picking up this audio. Da- did you bring a date, Azza? Uh, I know this is myself. Oh, uh, guys, big shout out from Azza for, for anyone from Australia. He says Hoyt is better than Event Cinemas. Yeah. Big shout from Azza. That's Azza a big there. shout, that no, Azza. Like Hoyt is the old school Wait, one. Boys, you reckon know? we got? Ah, uh, probably. Yeah, no, no. Won't, won't say that. Won't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say because I reckon cinemas would be the best place to be going right now. Do you know what I mean? Well, on a date. No, no, we're, like we're 200 people in a room inside. Oh, because like, of COVID? Yeah, yeah. Time to move oh. on, Shane. I'm, the, guys, I'm not chatting about COVID. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm pinging the diag. I'm, I'm going to say this, I'm, I'm so over it. Just trying to look after me, sir. I'm, no, I'm so <laughs> over it. Someone needs to ping COVID the diag and be done with it because yeah, I'm just yeah. well over yeah, it. Oh. Guys, Great I want to talk about our plans for Jonah football. So it's super, super worldy that Shane's back in, in Sydney now full-time. I feel like we're making big moves this year already. There's a, there's a big different vibe about it. We've got Ari, a.k.a. Azza, a.k.a. The Light Pirate. He's come on as pretty much a full-time editor. We've got two casual editors in Jasper, who's a proper strange guy. <laughs> and we've also, I'm not too sure if you know, but yeah, we've know, also hired uh, Tommy Dodd as well as a, a casual editor. Because as you can see, we've got TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, that's all flying. Like I need help with the editing. Yep. 
And we're also looking, Jules, as well, to hire two new coaches too. Yeah, yeah. Everything going well. We'll have at least one, if not two, this year for sure. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. So we're Forget making that for sure. We're making big, big moves in Jonah football this year. We're obviously bringing the podcast back. We've got big guests that we want to try and line up for that. And we've got our America camp, yes. which we announced. Just about to say yesterday. Yeah, we we actually it's, we didn't plan this, but it actually just works out well that we're actually coming back to America in in April. Yeah, that's been super stressful for me personally, boys, because uh, obviously with the organising and then when COVID struck and we were supposed to go in 2019 and it's now 2022, it's just been super stressful. So to actually announce that, hmm. and Jules, I don't I don't mean because you were here yesterday, but we've actually hit over half of the amount of signups already for California. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, so we're half. Well, that's going to sell in, out for sure day. anyway. In a day, it's halfway full. Cali's a Cali's the OG, you know. Cali is the OG. Shane, how excited are you to go back to America again? Can't we? Um, Shane's been devastated since obviously, we left. Yeah, yeah. But it was that good of a trip that time. You know, it was just something, something that was it was once in a lifetime. And obviously, last year we were planning on going. That didn't come come through. But to be back at a stage where we're only two months away is um, yeah. Shane, I've got. I, I want you to give me a yes or no answer. Yeah, right? the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we can beat our last trip? I'm, I'm a glass half full guy, so yes. <laughs> yeah, Jules. Yeah, yeah, do you yeah. think we can beat our last trip? I think we can, but it's gonna be hard okay. just because like we we weren't expecting what we got. Now so, we sort of have an idea. So but, the th- so the thing with the last trip, right? And again, if anybody follows, would have seen the footage and seen the stuff, but. For me personally, I'd never been in America before. Hmm. So everything was like super new and super, do you know, oh, like we're on scooters and doing this. And yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Everything is like such super an new, experience. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, now that we know a little bit more about it, I suppose, some stuff won't be as exciting. I, I'm going to just add to it, okay? But the answer is yes. Yeah, so here's what I'm going to say. I totally agree with you there, Shane. That trip, I think, personally, will never be beaten because... I'm not saying that the next one's gonna. The next one's just gonna be outrageous as well. But just because it was our first time, yeah. right? And it everything just fell into place. But it's good that that last trip will go down in the history books because it's the first one we ever did, yeah. and it was so successful and everything just worked out perfectly. And like you said, Shane, this time round it won't it won't be as a big shock. Like if we're going around Venice Beach on the scooters, it's not gonna be. We're still gonna be absolutely buzzing. Yeah, yeah. But it's not gonna be like, oh my god, like we're actually doing it, doing it. Like we're going to a new city that, though, lads. Seattle. Yeah, I know, so buzzing. It's gonna be. So we're going very, very Seattle and California yeah, this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jules, just uh, yeah, we're, 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 just before we move on, what was your favorite part about the last trip? <sighs> I feel like it's been it's been us so many times. I just, oh, it's so hard. Obviously, the camp was outrageous. I, I, I think we said it before. I loved the um, the experience of going to LAFC game because it caught us oh, by surprise. That was class. Like, that was that was class. That was class. Can't go past Vegas either, lads. You know, what I mean? <laughs> Vegas at the end of the trip. <laughs> Won't say much more about that, but it yeah, was unbelievable. I was just about Shane. Uh, well, actually, I'm gonna ask you a different question. What are you most looking forward to come on this trip? You know, I was actually thinking about this the other day, and in the shower. Yeah, I do. In the scratcher. I, I do a lot. Of <laughs> in the scratcher. In the shower, but. Yeah. One thing I really enjoyed, um, and I'm sure you agree, but the kids and the players that we work with America, uh, from America, they were all like so enthusiastic and mm. all the one. They just, for me, they were such good trainers. Like, 
to take on the information and their energy and everything that they all wanted to be there yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, that's why i'm excited to go back there to see was it just is that just me being a bit biased or are they actually all like that because for me they everybody we coached everybody who came in contact with on the on the pitch they loved it do you know what i mean Good we energy. talk about this don't we shane how hard is it, how hard is it for us to coach when we have a player that just has no energy it's impossible. like it's yeah it just makes our job so much harder huh? yeah and i think yeah obviously this one people i think we the last one we attracted the right players do you know we didn't have one of them we even we didn't have one out of a group of whatever hmm. 100 or whatever and it was just yeah it was just just good vibes being on the pitch coach and that the young kids had like the young kids which usually you know can be a little bit hard and was, they're good as well so like they had such great energy man i agree they're good it though. was really they're good players really good to coach yeah. yeah do you know what i mean i'm probably no, a bit of ball mastery they do i do, yeah. i get more excited about the process like i'm really excited now about oh, like putting up because we're getting yeah. le- offers left right and center since i announced yesterday yeah, by the way thing. jules yeah. we've had offers to do a one-day camp in vegas I've had two people reach out to me. I'll come to our venue and run sessions. Come to this. Yeah, venue. yeah, yeah. 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 So, class. I've this time round, I actually want to collaborate with as many people as possible. Football people, anyone, mm. uh, content creators. You know, I'm trying to trying to line up one with uh, DJ Deveni. He's got like a million followers on TikTok. He just does like trick shots. I just think it'd be good for us to yeah. even just do some like video stuff with them. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm I'm buzzing for all that. And I think, and as we talked yesterday, I think. If anyone wants to challenge us as well, yeah, Shane, <laughs> Shane, Shane wants to bring the smoke, you know, hundred percent. So we'll like set up a little pitch and send the three threes, bring the boys, bring the boys down, and we'll just yeah, we'll oh hammer my God. in any. Shane any wants the smoke. That. Shane wants the smoke, guys. Whoever wants, if you're listening to this potty, we would love to collaborate with you in America, in Seattle, in California. Those are the main places that we're coming to. We Vegas. Would love Vegas. Mm-hmm. We would love. It's happening love to collaborate with you uh just even whether it's content or doing sessions shane wants the smoke we let's do. link up dudes <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst that was terrible the worst accent ever, he's in that american accent that was terrible that Agzi. terrible <laughs> i am so excited to come back in april 2022 if you're a player or a parent and you're listening to our potty it might not be too late so go and sign up your son we are working with ages 7 to 15 on the camps and then 15 plus we're going to either do a one day camp we're still putting that in place or we're going to run private sessions so if you want to book and train with us in america april 22 2022 and you're listening to this podcast before that head to the website journalfootball.com and sign up yeah shano how did you find doing the technical sessions at the house yeah i loved them um once i figured out the space and the sizing for for the drills and stuff um, flowed really well uh, again I just as you do it you're constantly thinking of new ideas new drills and yeah, I reckon yeah, while yeah. it was out there I probably designed <laughs> in my head like 10 more new drills so I was like Shane's special I was like oh, I could do this I can add that I, do you know what I mean I could take yeah, away yeah, this yeah. but yeah I think it's brilliant I think it's really good for players as well to, to kind of in that one-on-one, two-on-one max space to really just concentrate on stuff that they can work on, you know? Guys, if you want to know what we're chatting about, just head to our YouTube channel. We've put quite a few sessions on there, but I also feel like a lot of our players need work just with, like, the basic passing, first touch, yeah. weight to touch, weight to pass, awareness, brain training. But the favourite part about the sessions for me uh, that I, when I run them, is I love talking a little bit of tactics or showing them a clip and a lot of players don't know it. They don't understand it. Like, mm. if I was to say, set this team up in a 3-5-2 a or a 4-3-3 with two holding, like, they don't know how to do it. And I just feel like 
That's really important when you get to men's level. Do you feel like they should know how to do it? I feel like they should, yeah. Mm. Think of the amount of detail that the players get at the highest level. No, I know. I'm just... It was just a bit of a question. Like, so, for people that don't for them know, to set it up in a formation... The way the sessions work, we, we like train and work out there in the on the synthetic for about what, 45, 50. Yeah. And then the last bit is brought back into the den and usually shown something on the screen or... As Lee said, working on the tactics board. Or they can ask us a question. Yeah, yeah. So, so, and that's what I do in my first sessions because I didn't have a clip or anything. I just kind of had a couple of questions and it was interesting, some of the answers. Yeah. Even just asking about uh, like types of food, what, what, what would good food to be before, um, before a game, what about sleeping, what, uh, all that kind of stuff. And some of the answer, or answers were pretty interesting. Sorry about the email there, Shaz. Do you know, these are just things up. that we need to get better at, I you know. Up. I found that, because um, I've done like a, a fair few as well as yearly, and like sometimes I've done the clips, other times I've just, other times what I've done is I've set up like formations on the tactics board, and then depending on the player that I'm coaching, I'll get him to like, I'll ask him like a couple of questions on their position, like if this happens or if this player does this in this scenario, what would you do? And some of the players have actually surprised me, like they've been pretty good um, mm -hmm. at answering the questions. I think, I think sometimes players actually know like the answers to you know to the problems but when they're on the field they don't really think about it and mm. it's just like I, th I think some of them need to get better at transferring what they actually know because like i'll use a couple of the boys from last week like nathaniel and oscar they were really good when we did the tactical stuff it's just about whether they're the same when they're playing on the actual field yeah i yeah. think as well that i was saying to them when i watch football now when i watch a game and we're, we're going to get onto this chat because Shane doesn't watch any football unless it's Leeds. And you're lucky to get that out of him, you know what I mean? <laughs> but when I watch football, I know, Jules, you watch a lot of football yeah. as well. I watch it in a different way now. I watch it where I can try and pick up coaching points. I more like to look at more individual player analysis rather than the actual whole game. Yeah. Because what I, what I think is really powerful, Shane, is when you run a session out there, say you're working a lot on scanning, just like trying to look and, and, and process things really quickly. And then you have a clip in the den that's like showing Kevin De Bruyne do that every single time. We've got a six minute clip of De Bruyne. Mm. And it's like watching the same clip over, is unbelievable. Mm. But it's like move, scan, receive, decision. Same thing, move, scan, 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 receive, decision. And it's like, you get bored watching it. It's just yeah. that good. but. It makes the kids realize, oh, this is why we do that sort of training. I think that's like, that's such a hard part of the game though. Because people say, oh, scan, scan, but it's not as, it's, there's a lot more than that. Do you know what I mean? Like you can scan, you can turn your head, but if you can't take in, obviously, what's happening and then try and make a decision in that same moment. I, I know as a player, oh, I didn't scan enough. I don't think I could. That's something I could have done a hell of a lot better. Yeah, me too, for sure. Do you know what I mean? And I, I think that would have, maybe, maybe would have been more successful than it was. But um, th that takes a lot of practice to get that. It's got to become. It's got to become a habit, hasn't it? Where you're not even thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That do you think? Do you reckon like technique comes first, or you have to have awareness first? That's slash correct. scanning. That, that honestly. What do you mean technique? Like, all right. So let's say. I, just as a basic example, like when you receive the ball, you obviously have to control it. So your first touch. So like you, if you have a great first touch, then you can start focusing on your awareness or you need great awareness and then you can work on your first touch. That Not is, in that specific order, but do you get what I mean? That is like, a great question. And I think I'm going to get a lot of backlash for this. 
But I honestly, truly believe that what separates a good player from a great player is awareness and vision and making decisions. Yeah. And I just feel like that doesn't... Like, I didn't get taught to scan when I was playing for Everton. Mm. We, didn't, we didn't do it once, mate. We, we didn't do it once. Everything was just all te technique-based. But, yeah, and, and I've always said this, and this is the truth. At the top level, international players, the best players in the world, right? And there's only so good you can get technically. And I'll tell you now, the difference between, say, a really technical, like, say, say if we were doing a finishing drill with a Premier League player, right? There's not that much massive difference, I promise you. I, I, I say this. I, I promise you yeah. right now. So there's only so technically, obviously, to be a little bit more consistent, maybe. Yeah. But again, as you say, what stands out is, I think, two things. That, like their vision, their decision-making, but also the the big thing for me is that they can always perform, they can play under pressure, and you know what I mean? they're consistent in what they bring into games and, and stuff like that. And I think that's obviously what separates players. Some go to the top, some end up walking in bullies. <laughs> which is well uh, yeah I, I just always believe that though. it's that. like a technical thing like no. I back us uh, Shane not I, not we, we chat about this don't we oh, no, I understand what you're not saying be cocky. I, I back us in any finishing I do as well some of the best players like, but, put me and Shane against but, Harry Kane but, 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 I found it's like huge no, maybe not Harry Kane maybe not Harry Kane across the keeper finish I just want to make this clear we are nowhere near them players nowhere near but in some aspects of the game, there is. But then the, the mental side and all that side, mm. that's what separates yeah. people. I agree, Shane. Like, finishing is what, what we're good at. But there, for me, it's mindset, awareness, decision-making, understanding of football, like game intelligence as well. Yeah. yeah. Like, for example, we could have the best technical player that we've ever coached at Jonah Football Chuck him in a game and they just look lost. Yeah. So game in intelligence for me, how do you teach that? I feel like you've got to watch football. You've got to learn and understand where to move, how to move, scanning, where to receive, yeah. all that type of stuff. Game intelligence is something but that all, I feel like is not taught. But all, all, well. for example, all this stuff that we show our players, like all that footage and all that awareness and even the work with the iPads, with the play sports and then even at top clubs like uh, Liverpool, like United, and I know they do a lot of game footage and stuff, but if you take it back 10, 15, 20 years ago, you didn't have all that. And players weren't necessarily worse. Like, you reckon players like, for example, Stevie G, Frank Lampard, Ronaldinho, they didn't grow up with all this game analysis. Yeah. Um, you know, showing Scanning. you footage before. Yeah, yeah, like, how did they develop that? Do you know what I mean? Because they were some of the best at it. If you watch Stevie G and Lampard and that, though, they, they just did it, though. Mm. They just scammed. Like, That's why they were, like, one of the best. Yeah. But they weren't, they, weren't, they weren't watching footage. In the top like, five best. Okay, imagine Ronaldinho growing up in Brazil. Yeah, he, they weren't watching footage two, three, four times a week at the clubs yet because it wasn't as easy as now where every single club has 50 screens, 50 laptops. Everyone comes in. You can show individual footage. You can show everyone footage. Like, these players just grew up playing football and they develop that so how do you how do you coach that the special ones know? just have it don't they yeah that's why that's why they're talented um, I, I mean is it really interesting? Like now you can coach it a lot it's a great question but also I also like to rewind there and say what do you mean I don't watch football <laughs> <laughs> me and Jules had this chat the other day didn't we Jules we were hammering you Shane you hate football you hate football what? Shane <laughs> could you <laughs> <laughs> I ain't having this place what do you mean I what hate football, football do you watch 
I watch all the highlights. <laughs> the morning, uh, the morning you know, day guy. All right, I'm gonna be honest with you. Right? As is laughing. Yeah, as is laughing. Where do we live? Wrexham. We live. <laughs> no, where do we live? I know <laughs> where it's going. Sydney, all right. Flint. All right. What times does the live game? Nah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. At okay. Two o'clock in the morning. All right. All right. So am I gonna sit up all night long to watch Brighton against Colchester? Oh, <laughs> you should be watching Brighton. Bro. I don't. I ain't no interest in that. I've yeah, got I'm no, in Brighton, bro. Brighton a good team this year. The only time I would go out anywhere to watch a game is to is obviously Leeds. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Other than that, we only really have access to highlights. I don't have enough hours in the day where I can go back and nah, look through right. full games. He's a busy boy, Shane. You I know. know what I mean? He's a busy podcast, bro. Head of podcast. I ain't just sitting here and having these two tell me that I don't love football. Jules, yeah, you I love. No one said you you don't love football. I've got to admit, Shane. I'll put. I'll, I'll, I'll apologize, mate, because I'm the same now. I'm just so busy with Mia and the family and the business. Liverpool is literally the only team I can watch, like fully watch a ninety-minute game. Yeah, hundred percent. If you're, if it's hard to watch it if you don't. Again, if you're not like. Like you were saying, looking at tactical stuff and that. But that's that takes a lot of time. Mental, yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm. Where do you get two hours, two and a half hours to sit down and try and... If you... Like, right now, if you wanted to watch a game and analyze it, you'd need two hours minimum. Easy. It's hard, man. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot. We were just hammering you, Shane, if I'm being honest. And you nibbled, so me and Jules are pulling about that. Well, why you like, looking for a nibble? You were Shane, Shane, whilst we're on this topic, the dirty leads, the mighty leads, <laughs> are they getting relegated? I'm worried, boys, I'm worried. I'm worrying big time. I'm just worried that... I just think it's a massive risk. As I said, I've been talking to my brother a lot over Christmas about this. I know. Like, all we need to do is stay in the league. If we can mm. do that this year, then... I, I think there's obviously going to be big chances at the end of the year, but at least the club is still going to be there for another year. Mm. And we've got a chance then to get things right. But we're just riddled with injuries. We haven't added the player in January. No, but big positive though. You kept Rafsi. Yeah. I was going to ask you two questions. I thought he was going to go. I don't think he was ever gone. That, that's me. What about West Ham, like audacious bidding for Phillips and um, yeah. Rafinha? Did you see that? We, Did they really? Yes. Two weeks ago, we, three weeks ago, we just hammered West Ham. Three. No, but they just they I tried don't. to bid for both of them. Fifty million. I said add another zero on it. Crazy. Shaz, what do you reckon then question? If and when Bielsa leaves, like what happens then? I think Bielsa's gone at the end of the season. You reckon? Yeah, I, I just think Wrexham. Just from watching him and listening to podcasts and stuff, I, he's just so he's just so stressed. Mm. Yeah. You know, he's, looks, and he's he under looks. pressure and he's like I think we'll build. They'll build a statue of him outside the stadium. Yeah. I think he's he's done. He's got us back. He's got as a fan. He's got us loving our club again. But I just think yeah, he's just kind of gotten that team so far now. And I don't know if there's there's too much backing in behind him for players it, and stuff. You know, the, we obviously went and got Rafinha and stuff. Yeah. But I reckon he's gone. Phillips has gone at the end of the year. But yeah, that's that's my opinion. And. The, you know what? I think he has every right to do that because he. Yeah, can't, uh, the, the hard thing with Bielsa, back. the hard thing with Bielsa is like, obviously one of the best coaches in the game, but he doesn't, he hasn't evolved his game that much, huh? Like, no. he's still, you know, this season is pretty much playing the same as they did three, four seasons ago in the championship. Yeah. And at some point, you have to change little things. We were talking about this about remember about Klopp and mm. Guardiola and how yeah. like. He, Guardiola has evolved this team pretty much every yeah. single season yeah. and in the Premier League it's the highest level every team is so difficult to verse so now Leeds is getting caught out yeah. a lot I, think, I, yeah, I, think, I reckon Bielsa is a bit 
he's always been stubborn. Yes, yeah, stubborn, stubborn with selections. Super I'm stubborn. sure he's gonna be stubborn. And yeah. he, he doesn't change. He doesn't nah, change. no, nah, he won't change. If it's Man City or if it's but when they're Repsen, on, when they're the on, same. they're on. Like when yeah. even to his day, when you see Leeds play, like and they're on, it's still it's still good. Oh, I'll be honest, though, from watching this, I think we've been figured out a bit as well. Yeah, for sure. That's what I'm yeah, saying. That's like, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Because you said there's so much analysis done on these mm. games, and because of the way we we have similar kind of moves and similar ways of pressing and stuff. Well, the one we want pressing, like once you figure that out, it's quite easy to break to because all you have to do is move players out of position and then you just yeah, break if straight you can, through if them. Yeah, if your centre back can step through the first yeah, place, yeah. it's, it's trouble. It's, it's he can run from edge of his box to the edge of yeah. our box, <laughs> yeah. and that's why I've, I've seen. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's hard. And do you know what? It's, it's actually it's just as stressful as trying to set up a podcast and watching it. <laughs> like I'm watching games and I do be like, like sometimes you don't enjoy it. Yeah, you, you know that as a Liverpool fan. No, me and me and Jules having this chat the other day. That I feel like that is the slightest difference between Liverpool and City. We've become a little bit predictable as well. You know, get down the line, cross. Get down the line, cross. Get down the line, cross. Like we do it like relentlessly. And if we're not on our on our game where we're finishing them crosses, it's just like so predictable. We don't have enough creative players that will play that killer pass. Like I was saying to Jules the other day, the best thing for an opposition team playing Liverpool is going down to ten men. Hmm. If the opposition team go down to ten men, we can't break it down. Just just park the bus. We have no idea what to do. Whereas like City, I feel like they have three, four, five different ways of playing. Yeah, and um, they keep evolving. Did you see? Because like Bielsa, Biel, there was a, ki- a clip on. Because I know you have you watch Keep It on the Deck a lot as well, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a clip of Bielsa talking about like Guardiola and Klopp, and you're saying how obviously like the two two of the top top coaches, but he was like the only place where Guardiola edges Klopp, and he goes even me and anyone else is that he's like to an extent I can I can try and replicate a, a lot of what Klopp does with Liverpool if I want to, but. With Guardiola, there's things that I watch, I watch, and I can't figure out how he, how he coaches them. That's what he said. Mm. Yeah. So, like, if I watch City play, there's, there's four or five things I won't be able to figure out how to coach if yeah, I yeah. wanted to do the same. But, That's I, mad. I always think, I think it's important, though, because he's got, he gives that little bit of freedom to a few of his players that, mm. you know what, it's not, you've got to be here, here. He will just let De Bruyne drift or Bernardo Silva just come here. Do you know what I mean? And Guys, it's not like I've got a question though. <laughs> I've got to just fight with you a little bit on that one because obviously I'm a Liverpool fan. What happened to Bobby, by the way? Yeah, oh, Boomerang. What's he doing? Didn't there? he just rock up is he to Barca? It's shambles, man. Well, he's not the club captain, though. Well, he got stripped of it a couple of weeks ago. He's had like three falling outs with Arteta, and then the last one. I don't. You don't know like the ins and outs, but it's it's all very weird. I'm fifty-fifty, like. Obviously, uh, you, you you want a coach that is in control of everything, not getting bullied by the players. But at the same time, like I don't think Aubameyang's been a bad player for us. Yeah, like, he's just, kind of just been like. I kind of rate it from Arteta though. Oh, doing, like, just harder. going back, we'll yeah. get on Arsenal in a minute. I just want to go back to the Klopp Guardiola, right? Got a question for both of you. Yeah. If Klopp had a chance to take over, I'm going to use Wrexham, right? <laughs> I know we're all laughing. Wrexham are in the conference. Yeah. Which manager would you rather take over Wrexham now to go up the leagues with no budget? Klopp or Guardiola? And for me, every day of the week it's Klopp because Guardiola, <laughs> no, Guardiola gets the players that he wants in every single position. Left back, two world class players. Centre back, two world class players. That is the only thing I say about Guardiola. He's always had the money and he's always had the best players to coach in the world. Don't get me wrong. He is definitely one of the greatest coaches of all time. But he's he's, for example, Klopp's had 
you know, Andy Robertson that he's bought for seven million turned him into a world class player. Trent turned him into a world class player. Van Dijk, we bought him for eighty million. He's now worth two hundred million. Like Klopp can make players better. No, and, and that's why he's players. one of the best managers in the world. So, uh, what, who would you rather have take over Wrexham then, with no money? Wrexham's a good side, though. Wrexham are crazy. Got, got a few decent players there. Just, just a quick clap or Guardiola. Um, go and be honest with you. Go on. I'm going Guardiola. Yeah, Jules? Um, if like you're talking purely about winning, I reckon Klopp can get him winning a lot quicker. Because Guardiola would still want to get him playing a certain way. Do you know what? Do you know, do I feel know, like what, you know Guardiola what? can get him playing the way he wants to. But if it's about winning, which is obviously... Do you know what? Yeah, this is not new football. Go on. <laughs> I just don't like that. You don't like it? <laughs> nah, I just don't like it. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, off camera. They're like part of almost uh, breaking his spine. <laughs> you're supposed to be here checking the audio, bruh. That was banter, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Claude, by the way, bruh. Why do you hate Claude? No, I don't like him. I just don't like him. I just don't like some of the stuff he does. And, and again, he's a bit fake, Shaz. This is just me going He puts it on a bit for the camera. No, I just think... He's very disrespectful. I think he's very arrogant. Oh. And I think, uh, yeah, Leeds, or Leeds, of course you're not going to, you, you think he's God, and that's, that's totally right. But just from instant, like, stuff I've seen during this year, and especially in the Leeds game this year, when Harvey Elliott got injured, and remember he broke his leg. Hmm. It was such a, like, innocuous challenge. It happens throughout the world every weekend in games, and Klopp walked onto the pitch like, of the game just you know protecting I mean? his players bro. nah it's not he, he, he overstepped it he thinks, he, he thinks he's really he runs the show above a lot of people and I just don't like that you're like miles of it you got to protect your players Shaz no but not, nothing but, happening uh, like I'm just that. saying that's my opinion yeah but he might have thought it was a bad challenge so well, alright Bob does love a fight with a few coaches I mean Arteta was going to knock him out I'm going to put I'm going to put a poll up Rex and Nita Gaffer Guardiola Klopp and see who wins. I guarantee it's Guardiola. On Twitter, put up. On yeah, Twitter. put it on Twitter. Then. I, I guarantee Lee will have about fifty votes for clapping. Yeah, yeah, you can't say that. Jules, you're going Guardiola though. No, I'm saying for them to win, like I, I, I'm saying, Klopp can get a team winning quicker than Guardiola. No, you're missing a point here. Guardiola has always had world class players. Do you oh. think he can do it with have an average won? team, bro? Wait, but Lee. Guardiola, you think he'll do it with an average team? But the pro- okay, this is he, he might come in and be like, oh, try this, this and this, all these great methods, and they can't well, do it. Guardiola has always had world-class players because he's got the world-class clubs. Yeah, the, the, It's not like he's just walked off the street and someone said, here's 500 million. He's done it. He's came through. He's, but the thing is, he, went, he started Barcelona B, like, and then went straight to Barcelona. And the, the thing is, at Barcelona, he was a gaffer straight away. Like, he smashed it straight away. So once you've done it with Barcelona, where's he gonna like? He doesn't have yeah, to go bro, back down. Look at the players he had at Barca. Yeah, but he also pushed Busquets through Pedro through. Uh, like even Iniesta and Xavi weren't established until like he really took him to our next level. PK, I know they're worth a lot now, but before that they weren't. He I'm, Busquets. I'm just saying. I, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doubting. Aguayo's but the argument about I'm like I'm just saying he's always had the best players. Yeah, but that's bro, because he, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Where did he start? Rexham, That's what I mean. You know what I mean? He started well, at Rexham. He started at Barcelona. Once you, if you, let's let the audience decide. Boys, if, yeah. you, say, if you say... Obviously, I'm a Liverpool fan. I'm just saying... Yeah, so would you admit then you've totally got blinkers on? I haven't got blinkers on. I'm just saying that Klopp can do it with average players. He's proven that with Liverpool. Liverpool, bro. Look at the team we had when he first came. Yeah, and they didn't do that well. It's a good side. 
bro. I'm just, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Player. Guardiola has always had the cabbage to go but and that's, get. But that's he's like need a left back. Sound is is four hundred million. Go and get one. Like. That's, that's not coaching, bro. That's just going out and getting the best players and then implementing yeah, the system. Expect, expect more from you. Um, I'm not having so, it. But this is why football, football is best in the world. Yeah. So, you reckon, so all, basically what you're saying is club is a better coach than Guardiola. I think so, yeah. I do. Off it. I do. No, well, there's a coach and there's a man manager. I reckon coach and going Guardiola. Man manager, Klopp. Guardiola's an amazing man manager. Bro, that's just my opinion, Jules. But they're, like, they're both, they're both. Arsenal, let's talk about Arsenal. Arteta's then. Arteta's uh, the third. You were in a relegation world. fight at the start of the season. I was giving you loads oh, on no, the Instagram. No. Look, uh, to be honest, I didn't expect us to like turn it around like we did. Because like, we looked miles off at the first four games. And like I wasn't buying the whole argument that, oh, the players that were playing weren't Arteta's players. Like, I wasn't buying it. But then as soon as he got to start the players that he signed, he did turn it around. What's Tommy Yasu like? Class, mate. Good. Is he Japanese? Yeah, yeah. But I don't know, mate. Like we're doing, we're doing a little bit better than I expected, but we still have like games like against Burnley. I was watching boys. I woke up to watch him against Burnley at one a.m. And mate, I was like, we could have played that game for another five hours oh. and we weren't gonna score. <laughs> Burnley was side in Premier League. Mate, they were this they are terrible. Yeah. No, they, they were are terrible. terrible. Boys, every time they wanted, they played it back to a keeper and they all I ran mean, forward. I like getting rid of Chris Wood as well. Yeah, but they bought that other tall guy. From, from Wolfsburg, some guy. Oh, I don't know. I'll be, I want us to make top four, but you know, like if we'd beat Burnley, we'd have such a good did, chance now. But did you boys see um, what was going on with Greenwood? Oh, oh my God! Controversial. Huh? It's a big controversial topic, and to be honest, Shane, I think I want to stay away from it because yeah. it's not football, is it? No, it's not football we're talking about there. I, I can't believe, can't believe. The only thing I will done. say is like. I think, you know, sometimes players, when they get famous so early, in, at such a young age, it gets and to get, their head very easily. Not famous, I'd say they get access to that, get, well, that yeah, money they get as well. They yeah, they, they get, get access get, to they, everything that becoming a pro footballer. They think they can get anything they want. Yeah. I, I, good, my head rolled when I seen it. The only thing I'm going to say, Shane, I just hope that if he gets treated like any other the person. same way as anyone else would for doing that. Yeah. Don't get special treatment because you play for Man United and you've, You've got amazing lawyers and you've got the money to pay for amazing lawyers. I think put him in jail, mate. I think if you look at the history though, when a, a big footballer has done something like this, they have been kind of treated the same. Yeah. They've been locked up or they've been punished for it, you know what yeah. I mean? So oh, we've got to see how it plays out. The sad thing is like there's been a, a, not a lot, but a couple of cases over the last year or two coming out. Really? Like, you know, the left back from Manchester City, Mendy. Yeah, it's crazy. The Everton player. Like yeah, football's I, gone I think, a bit mad. Yeah, I think yeah. they just they have they live in a different world, and if if they don't treat that the right way, bad things can happen. Privileges, mate. I think a lot of footballers that earn that money, they think they're privileged, and they think they can get whatever they want. But it, it could turn on its head quickly, as as hundred percent, hundred percent, terrible. I was mate. saying this. I was saying this. You gotta be, be careful what you do. Be careful what you say. Um, oh, oh, lads, just quick one, Shane. Who's getting rele? Give me your relegation Burnley? tease. Burnley. I'm gonna go. It's so close, by the way. You've got right. Right, I'm gonna go. Oh my god! Right. You're gonna love what you're gonna say. <laughs> Twenty-six points, and that's probably a bit too high. I'll go Crystal Palace twenty-four, Brentford twenty-three, Leeds twenty-two, Everton nineteen, Norwich sixteen, Newcastle fifteen, Watford fourteen, Burnley twelve. I think straight off the bat, Norwich and Burnley are down. 
straight away. No, Norwich and out of the relegation zone. They, they got yeah. a big win the other day though but against. We beat against Watford. We yeah. beat. They did have a good win. I think. So well, I think Burnley, Watford. Norwich, and who's your other one? What do you think about Newcastle? Oh my God, they know, need to stay up. The money but they're throwing about. How, how, look at their signs. How bad their signs? Weird signings, aren't yeah, they? Really? Yeah, but boy, like, it was hard for them to get anyone though. But it's just even that is still strange. If they weren't a millionaire club and a new coach, some of the signings, right? Who's say for example, again? say for example, Newcastle still had oh, um, what's his name? Yeah, what, who's what? the old gaffer? What's his name? Mine's gone Steve blind. Bruce. If Newcastle still had Steve Bruce and he was making these signings. They'd want his head, mate. 100%. They'd want his head. Any Newcastle fair, fans out there agree with me? Or not? was right, though. He was like, they've signed Chris Wood for six months till the end of the season. To, get, to the end of the, No, that's what, because in the summer, they'll just buy oh, a couple yeah, of strikers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, Chris Wood's a terrible signing. Donkey. You <laughs> just put a stamp, like put a, put a big witch's hat on He's a, the He box. is proper donkey. Maybe, well, they, just, no maybe they just want to chuck balls in the box and just try. But that's, Newcastle cannot afford to go down. he's a good down. guy for them. Him. No, I think they'll. I think they'll stay up. I reckon. Who? Newcastle. Who, who, who's up. your three then, Jules? So Shane, you're going Burnley, Watford, uh, Norwich, and who's your third one? Give me a quick one. Come on. I'll go Watford. Watford. Who are your three, Jules? They're dead. They're dead. But like Burnley, Watford, and Norwich. But I'm not convinced. Like I'm not 100 percent convinced. Not even on Burnley, bro. Like I feel like, like Burnley somehow find the way. How good? Burnley, it's gonna be a scrapping. How Burnley good would it be to Everton? Please, yeah. Everton. Please. Wait, Everton. Frank Lampard at Everton. What oh, that would be the nah. best thing ever. Wait, I think they've done the right thing there. Yeah, I think uh, he'll have they, a bit of a Gerrard effect. Who they signed? They Dele Alli and Van der Beek. They signed. Mm. Lads, I'm gonna go. Good signs there. Yeah. I'm gonna go Burnley. I think Newcastle are going to go down. I feel like because of the whole situation, I think it's going to put a lot of pressure on them. I'm going to go Burnley, Newcastle, Everton. Oh, you're going to say Leeds. Come on, Everton. I really want Leeds so to stay in the Premier. Watford is that, like Roy Hodgson took over, he might be able to do something there. Or it's tight he... though. I don't, I'm not having. <laughs> but those, like those English gaffers, they know how to I... grind results a bit, man. Shane. Roy Hodgson, like, Who's how old is Roy Hodgson? 700. But surely someone, there's someone better out there than Roy Hodgson. I was looking at a video of his first day. Like, he can Where? barely even walk. <laughs> and he's on the train. Which I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. Another dinosaur. Yeah, but Woodford are a mess, mate. They just go through coaches. like Jules, they are. who's your top four finish? Because yeah, Top three are already done for me. Just give City. me your top four. City, Liverpool, Chelsea. I'm going to be biased and say Arsenal. But it's so hard. Like, you've got Arsenal, West Ham, United, Tottenham, Tottenham for one spot. Wolves. Oh, no, that's, I don't think Wolves will sneak in. Wolves, if Wolves win their game and am they go right up there. Well, Arsenal's got Wolves this weekend. I just, if if we had, look at this, if we had beat Burnley, right, and freaking Everton, who we lost against. Like, imagine losing against Everton. That's five points that would be right up there. Shane, top four. I'll, I'm going to put Arsenal first. I'll go, obviously, okay. the, the standard top three, and then I think United will get in there. Yeah, I, yeah. I just think, I just yeah. think they've got... Ronaldo they've got they've got such a good squad really I think yeah yeah okay. I said I said about four weeks ago City we're not going to catch City but I'd like I, I, I can't give up hope though I can't give up hope we're going to wrap it up there guys yeah we're going to wrap it up there guys we'll be back in two weeks with our um, first guest oh Shane big shout uh, is it ready yet or and you? stay tuned to all the the socials as well for um, any of the we're definitely going to do that poll on Guardiola and Club. Yeah, for sure. So we need answers. And contact us. NFTs. 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 3.0. It's coming. It's coming.
It's coming. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. America, if you want to come on that, see you soon. It's so good to be back, guys. Shane, thanks so much for your time. Jules, thanks, thanks guys. so much for your good time. Back. Wrexham, we'll see you on the Show. next episode. Up the lads in a bit. Yeah.